0: Welcome to Pablo Torre finds out. I am Pablo Torre, and today we're going to find out what this
1: sound is. Pablo, you got interesting dancing skills. Did you? You don't shut
0: the f- up. <laughs> I just said interesting. So Whatever you're bad. about to say next, shut up. Right after this ad.
2: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
3: was the night before christmas and all through these mansions not a creature was stirring not even david sampson but in the metal Ark studio where podcasts are made pablo torre is still up even though it is late he's not doing the things he usually does from his chair talking about harvard and how he went there No, this time it's quiet across all podcast land there's no katie no dominique no mina or dan so pablo is worried that's why his huge calves are shaking how will he make content without resorting to hot taking you can see this by the way including each little smirk if you're watching on youtube or the DraftKings Network. For one look reveals that Pablo is existentially stuck as he deeply furrows his brow and screams the word, F. He knows time's running out and he's got to get moving because if you're not making more show, then what are you even doing? He looks for an answer. He even starts praying. God, am I really this miserable? Like Larsa Pippin was saying? Which reminds me, one sec, just a quick break from this all. Now I must tell you about a spray for your balls. Yes, this poem is sponsored by a proprietary tingle. When your chestnuts are roasted, this will make your bells jingle. Anyway, where was I? Ah, yes, That whole existential thing. Pablo's answer is always yes, for content is king. But now two sources are saying that's not what the season's about. So it looks like it's time for Pablo Torre to find out.
0: Sound the trumpets, it's horse racing time. So saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. So just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code PTFO. See terms at dkhorse.com. So I usually know what's happening on my own show.
1: You don't, this is a holiday. Look at this. It's clear what's happening. What do you mean you don't know what's happening?
0: So if you are in fact not yet watching on YouTube or the DraftKings Network, you should know. Which you should be watching. That this studio looks like it has never looked before. It is full of holiday cheer It looks incredible. By that, I mean- There's um, snow behind you. There's snow behind me. We're both, I did consent to dressing festively.
1: I did as well, but only under the premise that I could wear a heat culture hoodie.
0: I want to point out my favorite decoration, which I'm just really noticing in full right now, is that on my microphone, there is an elf of ambiguous ethnic origin. (laughs) I think this is
1: supposed to be me. The calves are not nearly big enough. if calves are not big meat. enough. Oh, way
0: more vitamin D mm-hmm. this, this elf has. But I've been told, Cortez, the reason that we're doing this is because apparently Christmas is coming up. That's and I hard. have been um, nose to the podcast grindstone to the extent that people around this office are concerned that I don't understand the meaning of Christmas. You don't. And that you
1: apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Do. Mm-hmm. Christmas is different to every person, though. That's what you need to understand. So I'm gonna give you what my version of Christmas is.
0: What I'm about to find out today is Ryan Cortez's guide to Christmas. That's right. What is your
1: Christmas like? My Christmas is entirely about reality television. It's oh all I care about. I don't want to see your stupid gingerbread <laughs> houses and all this bullshit Santa Claus and elves. I don't get on, I don't care. I'll have the Miami Heat big screen, okay? And then four other screens, potentially <laughs> reality TV. That's what's going on. It's like Simultaneously. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Just like
0: Minority Report.
1: Yeah, like game footage. (laughs) Just studying the tape, nose to the grindstone, just like you. Which, by the way, what is your background with reality TV? Have you seen Catfish? Like, what have you seen?
0: I know virtually nothing about, I think, the reality television that you adore. So my wife, Liz, will watch The Real Housewives. That's her guilty pleasure. When she does that...
1: What city does she watch?
0: What are the choices?
1: Well, you don't even know... What a terrible like Real Housewives
0: of- um, Salt Lake
1: City, Potomac, Atlanta, Miami, Dallas, Dubai. I can't tell if these are fake. Not a single one of those is fake. What are you talking about?
0: I didn't realize that those there was real. a global operation yeah. of
1: Housewives. Well, look, the thing is we need to get to like what I'm going to change for you because what you're watching on TV is stupid, frankly. Okay, It's not good. And I'm going to give you stuff to watch that is better. So you're going to give me the top five reality TV shows that you must watch over Christmas break instead of indulging in stupid Christmas. (laughs) So you have five. The thing is, I do not like rules. You don't say. I'm not giving you top. I'll give you however many I want. So we're going to start with an O-L-I. The Outside Looking In. These are shows that didn't make my cut of top five reality shows, but they're still good shows that you should check out.
0: So on the outside looking in are these reality programs. That's right. I'll give them to you quickly. These better be holiday spirited.
1: Number one, Summer House and Winter House. Okay. Same type of show. One's in the summer, one's in the winter. They pack a bunch of people into a house for like two weeks. They get drunk. They hook up with each other. They fight and they air it across like 10 episodes. It's incredible.
3: I'm a UK nine. <laughs>
1: oh! Just trying to hang out in my wing out.
3: Oh my God.
1: I gotta pee. I got
0: What is the difference between summer house and winter house? I
1: just told you, one summer, one's winter. That's it. One time they go in the pool, one time they go in hot tub, and it's... Cold outside. (laughs) So the only difference
0: is that sometimes it's a hot tub and and sometimes sometimes
1: it's a pool. pool. They're both excellent. I recommend Summer House and Winter House. Number two, Love is Blind. People may have heard of Love is Blind. Wow, that didn't make your top five.
0: I hear you talk about Love is Blind, a show I've never seen all of the time. Which
1: speaks to how much this OLI is still important. Love is Blind is a very interesting show. It's been on Netflix. The premise there, Love is Blind, you can't see the person that you're talking to. And it's, you know, you're supposed to see, do you really love the person? If you take away physical attraction, that's the experiment. I love buying clothes for girls. Yeah, what's your size? What the Would you like working out? Yeah, not a huge fan. Really? Yep.
0: Ooh, I get along best with individuals that do work out. How old are you? 33. I prefer dating younger. How old are you? I'm 32. There's a very bizarre sincerity to how much you are like into whether these people like have true feelings for each other.
1: Oh, I don't give a f- if they like each other. I'm interested in, yeah, what are you in for? watching everything go haywire, which it always does. You're not here for the love. No, that's why I don't watch like Golden Bachelor. That's it's too soft for me. I want chaos. That's what I'm looking for. I want fights. I want sadness and drama. That's what I'm looking for because I'm a sicko. I agree with that part. Okay. Selling Sunset is number three How on the many OLI. OLIs are there? As many as I feel like. Selling Sunset is about these two short kings. Shout out to the short kings. And they're like <laughs> dating these like giant women and they're like running all of LA real estate. And the women are incredible. They're all the, they are the realtors and they're selling all the houses.
0: So just to be clear, it's incredible. Um, show. Your, your lead story for Selling Sunset
1: is that the short kings. Is that short guys date tall women. Short kings, we short kings for life.
2: So Chrishell, good luck at the Oppenheim group. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Hi. Cheers. Hi. Thank you. I don't want to say it, but you're gonna need it. <laughs> okay. Dang, girl.
1: The show is excellent. You get to see like these feel incredible myself looking houses. Getting dumber. No, dude. You get to see these seventy five million dollar houses. It's absolutely incredible. All right. Last on the OLI list. Indian matchmaking. Indian matchmaking? That's Indian matchmaking goes hard. And they'll go to like this oracle, this woman. And what she does is she reads faces. That's what she does. She'll like look at your face and be like, nah, he's a liar. He's a match for you. Yada yada yada. She just looks at faces. She never gets anything right. At the end of the season, they're like, She went over four. Season two, she went over five.
3: Matchmaking has become a tough job, but I'm trying my best.
1: So far, I am reading. Really you love our face.
0: Them. And you love it and i am prophesizing that you're a moron
1: (laughs) i have spent a lot of time watching morons i am not a moron number five on my list is love after lockup love after lockup which they also have a spinoff called life after lockup now the premise there is they're dating people in prison the show is person x is in jail And they're like talking to like a pen pal outside of jail. Mm. And eventually they leave jail and go date this person. And, you know, they're not the same person that they think they might want to steal money from this person or whatever. The show is incredible.
2: You don't even look
0: at what I do here in the house with the kids and everything else as even anything. What you're doing, what you're supposed to do, no? What I'm supposed to do. And I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. No, no. So when I take $12,000 out of an account, you should just be like, well, damn, he's
3: doing what what he's supposed to do. That's all I'm saying.
2: You're you're in a world
0: population one by yourself.
1: Sometimes they go back to jail. Sometimes they go on the run. The show is like R-rated. It's so good.
0: So just to be clear, again, Mm. I'm going to be waking up on Christmas morning. And Violet, my three-year-old, is going to be like, Dada, Christmas. And I'm going to say, come sit next to me on the couch. We're watching Love After Lockup.
1: Number four the Real Housewives entire series.
0: Wait, the entire series meaning all of the cities? Watch it all,
1: but I would start with Salt Lake City and Potomac. That's where I would start, okay? Okay. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is exceptional because like one of the cast members Spoiler alert, goes to jail for defrauding the elderly.
2: Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw has been mm. sentenced to six and a half years behind bars. The reality TV star pleaded guilty last year in connection to a telemarketing scheme that allegedly scanned elderly people out of thousands of dollars.
1: Sometimes people need to get defrauded. Okay. Also, there is a, you know, character that was pronounced a cheater just because of the shape of his head. Square shape, you could tell. You're not a cheater, I could tell the shape of
0: your head. I'm well. I'm intrigued by this theory. Mm-hmm. So square, square heads. Yeah,
1: you know those people where it's just square, square head. Like they look kind of, you know, a-ish.
2: I mean, just the shape of his head. You just <laughs> tell he was up to no good. You know, some men that just have this shape
1: that you just can't tell. Ball heads cheat a lot. Wait, <laughs> you have the crew. The ball head is like, wait, you <laughs> think you 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 know you cheat. Real Housewives is great. Andy Cohen's the man. I, 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 You're I, welcome I, for the wreck. Okay. Number three, below deck, the entire franchise. Below deck mm-hmm. is about what? A ship, a giant picture of a giant ship. Okay. Below deck. What was that voice? Don't worry about it. Below deck. Is that deck? a
0: nautical seafarer voice that you were just tried? Captain, dock the ship. <laughs> what is that?
1: Don't worry about it. Uh, Russell
0: Crowe and Mastered Commander.
1: There's Below Deck, there's Below Deck Mediterranean, there's Below Deck Sailing Knot, there's Below Deck Adventure. Below Deck Sailing Knot? Sailing Yacht. Oh, Sailing Yacht. That's the best one. Because? Well, first of all, watching the boat as it is uh, sailing is actually incredible because it's like, it's like dangerous. I'm not tracking. Anyway, I was listening to Andy Cohen's radio show the other day. He had on Zach Braff. Zach was talking about how his favorite how show on TV is below deck. How you time to do
0: any of this? You help make this show. <laughs> and you're listening to Andy Cohen's podcast about a show Radio that Andy. you also watch.
1: Yeah, it's phenomenal.
0: Because so, you like the boat being shaky?
1: First of all, you know, there's a whole crew of people. There's an interior. There's an exterior. People interior. Oh, like an upstairs, downstairs. Correct. You know, so you see at at work a dynamic that goes on. Is it better people, to be
0: exterior or interior?
1: Depends what kind of stuff you like to do. Would you rather, you know, clean beds and clean dishes and serve tables, or would you rather throw lines and do physical work and clean the boat? Mm. That's the difference. Okay. Yeah. That's your interior exterior. Okay. I don't
0: like I don't like swabbing a deck.
1: You see people really working. You see tips from from the guests that they have. You see the guests getting drunk and falling down. The show is phenomenal. Number two, 90 Day Fiance. So we worked on like a half dozen shows together, Mm
0: -hmm. right? High Noon. Highly Questionable. Highly Questionable. Levitard Show. Debatable. Mm -hmm. This Show. Anyway, the point is I've been in many sort of like workplaces with you and 90 Day Fiance. Comes up a lot, If I were to generate a word cloud of the things that you and I have talked about Mm -hmm. against my will. Wow. Obviously, Miami Heat, 1 million point font, Mm -hmm. 999,000 point font, (laughs) is this shit.
1: 90 Day Fiance.
0: Yeah, the premise, the premise of, this... of it,
1: Like a lot of these shows, the premise is in the title. If you're a smart person, you get it, okay? What it is, somebody from another country and you from America want to marry. How do you make that happen? With a loophole in the legal system where you get married in 90 days or less and we film it and put it on television.
0: Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm going to guess that um, things go off the
1: rails. There's a Korean dude who came to America and he started calling his girlfriend Piggy and he said that all Americans are fat. You're lazy, so you always get the fast food for lunch. No wonder you are piggy.
3: Are you serious?
1: Look at this. I'm just saying the truth. You always have fast food for lunch. And the family from Iowa had to sit him down and be like, you can't say piggy. There's a woman oh, who's no. from the Philippines. Yeah. Rose. She's a nice woman. She decides to date a man named Ed, who also oh, goes go by wait. Big Ed. Big Ed washes his hair Don't with tell mayonnaise. Me this, is, this is the mayonnaise guy. Yeah, the mayo and the hair guy. This is the rare short king.
0: You do not. Endorse. No, he's not
1: a short king. He's just short. Now, the, <laughs> the mayo is something that he thinks makes his hair better, more luscious. He does have good hair. Give him that.
0: All right, we're gonna put this on 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 YouTube of the DraftKings Network. I don't know how to say this. He, he is, he's built like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> In a few days, I'm getting ready to get on a plane and go meet Rose,
1: the love of my life, for the very first time. Since I met Rose, I, I want to look young for her.
0: So I have been dyeing my hair, and it irritates my scalp. So I found out that mayonnaise makes it smoother and... Less dry, Big Ed is as if a cartoon character who got bopped square. on the head mm-hmm. and had his head pushed down into his body never got his head out of his body again. He has zero neck.
1: There's also another couple, Paul and Carini. Okay, Carini's from Brazil. Paul put a condom on because he did not want fish to swim up his peepee in Brazil. So, so he was he was he was swimming. He was yes, he was gonna jump in this river, and he was afraid of fish swimming up his peepee, so he put on a condom. he stop saying that. And peepee, and that clip. He's the son of a urologist. That clip. Please stop saying. Has pee-pee. three million views. What clip? The clip of him putting on a condom to go this jump is in the river. It's a clip. It's a clip. We, we cannot clip. do not show this. Do not call <laughs> for this clip.
0: So uh, I'm gonna put this on first. He that fish this to the waiter, and I had this little penis, I guess like a sheath. Protection bag. Now put a condom on. Have that to hold that on. Definitely no one. Nothing's at my
1: penis. I cannot believe we just showed that clip. The clip was great. This is a holiday episode. Allegedly, number one, Vanderpump rules. Yeah, yeah. let's go. I've never heard Vanderpump
0: rules pronounced like a call to arms.
1: Shout out to DJ James Kennedy. Shout out to Ariana. It's a great who show. Are what these a great people? show! What a great show! It's in season eleven. Okay, season eleven kicks off January thirtieth. You have time to catch up. So if if you,
0: January thirtieth, season eleven, is the beginning of season eleven. That's right. And if you were to summarize the previous ten seasons, oh my God, the best for someone who has TV. never seen but right. has heard certainly of Lisa Vanderpump, uh-huh. who again seems like an auto-generated name, you would say that I have missed what.
1: The, the, the premise is it's a bunch of young people that work at a restaurant. Immediately, you find out in season two and three and four and so forth, it's not what the show's about. The show's just about these people fighting and having sex with each other and cheating on each other and punching each other and getting nose jobs. There's a giant cheating scandal in this show.
0: I've made it. I've almost made it, I should say, to the end. I've almost made it to 2024 without knowing what the scam, scam Deval? Scandival. Scam, of course, deval.
1: Is. You get it? Tom Sandoval scandal? scandal? I,
0: I, I don't actually get any of it. Hmm. What should I know? About Sandoval?
1: Yeah. Yo, it's the most famous cheating scandal of all time, okay? This of guy, all time. Tom, of all time, bro. Houston Astros, Black Sox. Doesn't hold a, a candle to this. Tom Sandoval dead to me, and he's dead to America, okay? So Tom Sandoval cheated on his longtime girlfriend. They were okay. not married, but despicable acts because he did it with a friend. it for months long while he was on camera the crazy thing is that you get to see it play out in season 10 like it's all it's all you get to see it all happen in real time
0: we became really good friends like i was seeking something that i wasn't getting here and that's selfish that's really selfish selfish is the nicest word you could use it's horrible me and Raquel became like really good friends i don't give a about
1: Raquel your friendship is bull no, it's
2: not! Yes, it is! No, it's f***ing not! It's disgusting. You know everything. You it's know disgusting.
0: Everything. Hey, everybody. You are disgusting. This person knows everything. Your friendship you can't with tell Raquel you anybody. You is can't, disgusting. You cannot tell... Well, guess what? It's real because she treats me with f***ing respect. Mm. Something I haven't gotten from you in a long time.
1: How much time would you say you've spent watching... As soon as we're done here, here I'm going to go watch some more reality TV. I got Potomac and Real Housewives of Miami on the mind.
0: You're telling me that... The true meaning of Christmas mm-hmm. is that a dude without a neck who puts mayonnaise in his hair, who got into a legal quote unquote relationship with a woman from the Philippines.
1: Course it's legal. 90 days.
0: The star in the north that I should be following Instead, towards the manger of Christmas cheer.
1: Instead, Violet Earmos, you wanna like follow some fake old guy with a beard and pull out some what stupid you, tree oh. and drive it to fucking Rockefeller Center and pray to it and shit. like That's more important to you than like Real Housewives? And love after lockup? Come on, man. Prison love? Come on. What the fuck was that? That was not a knock? The sound that I am hearing right now? Is the producers telling us to stop talking about this?
0: Well, it's also the sound of someone knocking on the door.
1: Oh, someone's trying to barge in here and, and take over this?
0: And I cannot imagine how we could possibly improve on what it is that I've been finding out so far. Let's
1: find out who it is.
0: The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, do not miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. DraftKings has you covered with lines on just about everything you can think of. I personally happen to love the player stat combos, particularly the points and assists and rebounds over under. And if you are new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out, because new customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So what are you waiting for? Go and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PABLO. That's code PABLO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. See dkng.co/bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. We work in an office. People can wander by and hear something that they vehemently object to. Mm. Um, Apparently in the spirit of Christmas.
2: Yes. Hi. Hello, Charlotte Wilder. It's me, Charlotte Wilder. Uh, I have I have to talk to you, Ryan Cortez. Hello. My reality show brother in arms. Oh, God. How could you leave off Selling OC, even from an OLI mm. and Perfect Match, two Netflix shows of maximum chaos?
1: I'll give you Selling OC as a legitimate miss. Fire by me, but okay. not including Selling OC as a, a spin off. Let of me guess it's, it's a show
0: where a bunch of people who are insane do insane things.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. Perfect Match. I still don't know if I would put it in my OLI. My OLI, it's, it's hard to make it. It's hard to make my OLI.
2: Perfect Match is um, they take everybody from the Netflix reality family because it is a family. They all love each other and care about each other very much, Pablo. And then they put them on an island and then they all have to hook up with each other. <laughs>
1: That's it sounds like all the shows I named.
2: So I will love, though. I, I should say
0: that there is like a holiday uh, spectacular vibe to that. It's like all the people that you've seen um, gather in one place to yeah. do something special.
2: We're going to do some non-reality stuff, right? Yeah, well, I was like, is this supposed to be a Christmas episode? And producers were like, yeah. And I was like, I better come in and save this thing because what, why are we talking about below deck? So my mom's Jewish. My dad's not So I grew up doing Christmas. Mm
0: -hmm. Did you guys, to what extent did your parents go through with Santa, uh, the performance of Santa?
2: So my parents didn't. I would go to my cousin's house with my dad and my mom would meet us there later. Because she was like, I'm Jewish. I don't love this. I felt sort of cut out of this my whole life. Like, why should I suddenly buy in? And like when I asked my mom if Santa was real, she goes do you want me to tell you what you want to hear or do you want me to tell you the truth? (laughs) So as I enjoyed Christmas, as I got older and sort of realized how she felt about it, I was like, I felt sort of guilty for liking Christmas. Mm. Even though she was like, great, go for it. Like, love Christmas, who cares?
0: I I got the whole thing of like cookies in the morning that had like bites taken out of them, a note with penmanship, like, you know, curlicued calligraphy of of, of a Santa Clausian manner. Um, The whole deal, like milk, glass, my my parents went through the whole thing.
2: See, I love that because I was also, I was best friends with the tooth fairy. I would write her letters like, even if I didn't lose a tooth, I'd be like, someone for the tooth fairy tonight. Mo." I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So like the Santa stuff, like my aunt and uncle, they would take a bite out of a carrot that we would leave for the reindeer toss on. I was so all in.
1: Christmas is kind of stupid. Like I, I don't. You know, when I was a kid, I was like an investigative journalist as like a four or five year old. Like I could smell the bullshit that this wasn't true. So I was always asking around, you know, like, and I had some older friends and they eventually told me, you know, it's not true. And then I was going around telling people, you know, this is not real, right? Of course you were. Because people need to know the truth. That's what we do now as journalists, right? But if I do it as a kid, it's a bad thing with Santa? Come on. I See just the love difference? that
2: you're, you've been <laughs> so consistent your whole life.
1: I agree.
0: I, That's I, I, yeah, really
2: I agree. cool, Cortez.
0: <laughs> Thank you. You are bringing us your cataloging, yeah, of of the songs of the most popular holiday. Well,
2: so you know how Cortez said that he was told to make a top five list and said, "I'm going to do whatever I want." I was not told to make any list, and I made a top five list, mm. and I made two of them because as I was trying to you come here top to tell you guys, ten list no, it's like a teacher's two pen. separate top five lists. I don't do, do homework. Pet? She
1: does too much homework.
0: Yeah, I was looking at Cortez's computer screen. It was just,
1: uh, <laughs> it was just iTunes.
2: Mine is like it a- was like
1: 90 Day Fiance colon <laughs> cheaters. Like That's all I had.
2: Mine's like a multi-page Google Doc. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, that's a lot of words okay, in there. Okay, well, you know, I Goodness. want- tr- You okay. need an editor. So. God damn it, Cortez. <laughs> so I I wanted to tell you guys why I hate Christmas songs, but then I realized I liked them. So I just made two lists of my favorite Christmas songs.
0: So I, mm-hmm. I failed to understand how this is not a top 10 list.
2: What part of it don't you understand? It is two top five lists. Two separate lists. One is a list, Christmas song, Christmas songs. The other one is good songs that aren't just Christmas songs, but that are Christmas songs.
1: Mm. Very confusing list. So songs that have...
0: Okay, no, this makes sense. Okay, Songs go ahead. that have the behavior of Christmas songs and Christmas songs. It's a difference... It's the difference between being a racist and someone who's doing <laughs> racist things. I see. It's like 90 Day <laughs>
1: Fiance, 90 Day Fiance the other way. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, I'll okay. agree on that.
2: The songs that aren't Christmas songs but are Christmas songs are songs you can listen to all year round.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Okay.
2: Okay, number five New York, New York by Frank Sinatra.
1: I've heard of that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York. I can't do too much, right? I don't get fined. But.
0: Start <laughs> spreading the news. Yeah. Is that it? So, so big. Why is that a
2: different Frank Sinatra song?
0: They all sound the same. This is confusing to me. <laughs>
2: Fly me to
0: the moon. <laughs> New York, New York, I have heard at the conclusion of every Yankee game I've ever been to. Um I've never once thought this is the spirit of Christmas.
2: Really? I Frank Sinatra to me, Christmas is like dark and cozy. And that's I feel like Frank Sinatra hmm. should be played in a steakhouse with like a low ceiling and a lot of leather. And that feels like Christmas to me. If you asked me to describe Christmas, it'd be a steakhouse.
0: Number one, has to be steak.
2: Keen's in New York City.
0: (laughs) Number two, has a low ceiling. Number three, we can all agree, lots of leather.
2: Yes. Okay. Four is a song, Wintering, by the 1975.
0: Did you just Google like Christmas-related words into like a song, into like lyrics A to Z?
2: I can maybe. Very good. Okay, number 3. Tis the Damn Season by Taylor Swift. Thank you. <laughs> is this the most common Christmas episode anybody's ever made?
0: This is um definitely a I can't even say it's definitely a Christmas episode at this rate. What is so this song is about
2: somebody who who has left her hometown and goes to the big city to try and make it and then she goes back home and it's about, you know, she's staying at her parents' house and it's like the person she loved from home still lives there and drives a truck. Um, that's pretty much it. But tis the damn season, which feels sort of Christmassy, right? Mm. I think it's about Christmas. So
0: this feels like this is this is the Die Hard is a Christmas movie of Christmas songs. Like Yeah, but like
2: a little more Christmassy. Okay. I've also never seen Die Hard.
1: Wow. This, this all makes sense. I'm going to give a quick take. Taylor Swift, overrated. Just throwing that out there. Jesus, oh. man.
2: Big thumbs down. Never heard it,
1: but like the hype is so high, it can't be that good. It just can't be.
2: I'm going to send you, I'm going to make you a playlist of the best ones.
1: Is it grunge? I'm only listening to one thing now, and it's grunge. I'm not listening to Christmas music.
2: Okay.
0: Because he was listening to Alice in Chains before this recording started.
2: Does Alice in Chains have a Christmas song?
1: It's called Rooster.
2: Anyway, number two The Day After Tomorrow by Phoebe Bridgers.
0: Great movie.
1: Never seen it.
2: Which is a cover of a Tom Waits song. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. Highly recommend.
0: This is the song where the real villain is the weather.
2: Mm. Yes. You
0: ever seen that one? Like the wolves show up? Who's in that? Is that Tom Cruise? Dennis Quaid.
2: Dennis Quaid?
0: Dennis Quaid.
2: So yes. Day After
0: Tomorrow. That's not what this song is about, is what you're saying.
2: The Day After Tomorrow is, or Day After Tomorrow, is one of the saddest songs
1: you guys have heard like two x speed on podcasts. That's what I would do to that song. <laughs> it was
0: slow. It says
2: it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> there are feelings in that one. There are real feelings that yeah. Charlotte clearly feels, okay. and you're trying to just fast forward through them like it's a like it's a, a ball spray ad.
1: The quicker I could get to reality TV, the better. Okay,
0: Charlotte. Yep. Your number one of your list of songs that are not Christmas songs but have the behavior of Christmas songs is?
2: Close enough, yes. Number one, So Much Wine by Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. Even sadder song. (laughs) (laughs) Even more beautiful song. Double Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. Which is a cover of The Handsome Family. This is sad,
0: this song. Not your list, although... When you burnt your hair and knocked over chairs, I just tried to stay out of your way. Yeah. But when you fell asleep with blood on your teeth, I just got in my car and drove away. So I've been trying to like explain, um, hopefully, at the end of this episode, what Christmas means to my three-year-old. Oh. So I don't know if Violet's going to necessarily appreciate the nuances. See, it's a
2: pretty song, and she probably won't listen to the words that close. Or you could sing the tune and make up new words for her.
1: <laughs> you know she's got to grow up quick. Enough of
0: this. Yeah, like Cortez knew Santa
2: wasn't real when he was four. Pablo, stop treating her like a three year old. <laughs> Tell her the truth.
0: Tell her the goddamn truth.
2: Okay, second list. Actual Christmas songs. Please. Or as I wrote down, Christmas song, Christmas songs, Christmas song, Christmas songs. All right, starting Oli. Okay. Rocking around the Christmas tree.
0: I know that one.
2: Yeah, that's a fun one, right? That's sort of like. Around. Are we going to get sued if I sing that one? I think, I, I think I've gotten better at singing. I can't sing. Hold on, I,
0: hold on, hold on. Is rocking around the Christmas tree public domain? Public domain. Sing
1: it. Don't be a coward. Let's rocking
2: go. Rocking around Christmas tree. It is. Keep going. Dress so merrily around the town. Christmas won't be Christmas if we're it flying in a car <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Yeah, so that's my OLI number 4. Santa tell me by Ariana Grande.
0: So this is number 5.
2: No. What do you, do?
0: you you didn't you didn't <laughs> pick a fifth one.
2: No, I have a fifth one. I just I just it's after the page break on my Google doc.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So um <laughs> I
2: can make this 4 I can make this 5 and switch 5 to 4.
0: Number 5.
2: Number 5 Santa Claus is coming to town the Bruce Springsteen version.
0: The boss. The boss. I respect this choice. Thank you. Yep. It's
2: an incredible song. The way he sings it with that sandpaper Santa voice.
0: Claus is down. Santa Claus is coming to
2: town. Santa Claus is coming to town.
0: This is feeling christmas Are
2: we getting somewhere? We are getting somewhere. Okay. Number three. Fairytale of Philadelphia by the Kelsey Brothers. You know how Jason Kelsey did a Christmas album with the Eagles? You're putting this.
1: Number three. Philadelphia, horrible city. Waste of time. Stupid people, bad food.
0: I am mad that he's actually good at singing. Deep in his his baritone.
2: Oops, that's not okay. <laughs> okay, we can't keep talking about this because number two is "Fairytale of New York" by the Pogues,
0: which is a classic. R.I.P.
2: Shane McGowan.
0: R.I.P. That guy. Which Legend. is the song?
2: This is the song that number three, "Fairytale of Philadelphia." Is yes, based Shane
0: on. McGowan. I watched a video of the, his funeral. Yes, me too. And they played "Fairytale of New York," and I
1: legitimately teared up.
2: Me too. I cried.
1: This is not number one.
2: Nope, it's number two.
1: Isn't the Pogues from Outer Banks Netflix reality show? I don't know what you're talking about,
0: what? but I feel confident in saying the answer is no.
1: answer is yes. There's a family called the Pogues. How Check do they out. spell it? P-O-G-S.
0: Yeah. That is no, not how they spell the it here. <laughs> it's close. It is, I guess, technically <laughs> close. What's number one?
2: Number one is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Mm. That is an absolute banger.
0: I want to be cynical. About this choice, because mm-hmm. in some ways it is the most obvious choice. Mm-hmm. But listening to that song does make me feel things.
2: Yeah, it's also the best choice. Some things are popular for a reason, like this song in Taylor Swift.
0: Oh, God, enough with Taylor Swift. Have you, you know, this song though?
2: Yeah, of course.
0: How do you, how's it go?
1: What's the
2: title again? All I want For this <laughs> is you. <laughs> Sing it. I know try, the jingle. All
1: it. I want for Christmas is you. And then the, the, I'm trying to think how dances, it starts. Like,
2: actually, I don't want oh, guys. a lot for Christmas. <sighs> all there I want is for one Christmas thing I need. is you. The, the snow's
0: yeah. coming down. No Christmas. What? I'm watching. Oh, is that not
2: it? That is not what all I want I for singing? Christmas is you.
0: What am I singing? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, know. I'm feeling different feelings.
2: Did you just make up a Christmas song?
0: Oh, shit. I was singing Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home, also by Mariah Carey. Oh. Mm. I
2: feel like no one has ever mixed up what All I Want for Christmas Is You is before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was embarrassing for you, boy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. We need to find a song we can play in full that we have the rights to.
2: You want me to Google rights-free Christmas song? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. What about this?
1: Now we're talking. Hey hell yeah. My nuts <gasps> roasting on an open fire. Jack frost snipping at my ass. Jesus Christ. This is Greg Tony. This goes hard. That's what I'm talking. I acquire and neighbors shout Jeez. quiet to stem the singing
2: fast. That's Cortez.
3: We
1: all know a turkey and Greg stuffing dry. Help to make the season bright. Beautiful tune. Go on, Greg. Heavy drinking adults. Jim Beam won't find
2: it hard at all to sleep tonight.
0: Greg Cody has a shockingly good voice. Yeah, he
2: sounds incredible.
0: It gets no drunker way. from there. Um, spoiler alert.
2: Wipe out both my lists. There is only one good Christmas song. Greg Cody, whatever that was.
0: The Mariah Carey of Metal Arc Media.
2: Some might say. Merry
1: Christmas. To me.
0: So as I sit at my keyboard contemplating the meaning of Christmas, the meaning of the holiday season, I should say even more specifically as a uh, buffet Catholic who does, I guess, consider the technical definition of Christmas an open and shut matter. It's the birth of Jesus Christ. I realize that the meaning of the season isn't actually up to me. I've sort of misinterpreted this whole exercise. I realize now, because it's clear, having talked to Cortez and Charlotte, that Christmas is a social holiday. What does this mean? It means that it is up to the people around us to tell us what it means to them or to show us, because what we're about to do this holiday season, what we hopefully have already been doing, is enjoying other people enjoying something, which is such a rare treat In life these days, or maybe always, all days. Because it's a sanctioned opportunity to enjoy other people enjoying something. Whether it is the music, the break from work, the reality television, the god-awful reality television they're about to watch. Other people are what make this time of year so beautiful. And also, for those of us who are alone, which is many of us, it makes it so tough as well, because it is a social holiday about enjoying other people enjoying the holiday. It's a bit tautological, but I think it's also the point. And so, what does Christmas mean to me? I should probably ask one more person, one more source, to, to tell me what they think. What's your name? You have to introduce yourself.
2: Violet. How old are you? Three.
0: Three. And what is the meaning of Christmas?
1: It's a holiday.
0: That's right. And and Violet's favorite part of Christmas is?
1: The trees.
0: The trees.
1: And garlands and wreaths. And
0: garlands and wreaths.
1: And, and stockings.
0: And stockings.
1: Think about it.
0: You want to sing it for everyone?
1: Yeah, I loud well,
0: this time. Loud this time? Yeah. Okay.
1: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. All I want is to the them it's the hey. hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. All I want is to the them when it's way. Hey. That's a great job. <laughs> <laughs> And it
2: likes poo-poo.
0: Okay. Any other thoughts for everybody listening to the show about what they should hear from you before you go? Don't say it.
1: Poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> Whispering it
2: yeah. still means you're saying it. Merry Christmas!
0: Mwah! <laughs> And whatever holiday you are celebrating this time of year, thank you for enjoying it with us. Thank you to Bouchambi, the greatest voice in baseball, for being the voice at the top of the show for our Christmas poem. Thank you to the staff of Pablo Torre Finds Out, the greatest staff in sports podcasting. Because I could not do this. Without Michael Antonucci, Ryan Cortez, Sam Daywig, Juan Galindo, Patrick Kim, Neely Lohman, Rachel Miller-Howard, Ethan Schreier, Carl Scott, Matt Sullivan, Chris Tuminello, and Juliet Warren. Studio Engineering, of course, by RG Systems. Post-production by NGW Post. Art theme song, as always, by John Bravo. This has been Pablo Torre Finds Out, a Metal Ark Media production. And I'll talk to you next time.
2: My most annoying friend growing up, her mom loved Michael Bublé, so I hate Michael Bublé.
1: <laughs> Michael Bublé is a basic bitch. I just look at the name; it looks like bubble. That's all I think about. Michael Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what his music. Like.
2: <laughs> Mikey bubbs. Mikey <laughs> Bubs. Mikey boobs. <laughs>
0: Uh, I found I found out that uh, Ryan Cortez's favorite TV shows <laughs> make me feel the way that Phoebe Bridgers' <laughs> song sounds. The one
1: from Fleabag. You <laughs> learned that mayo is good for your hair. I like you did. Yeah.
2: Have you? well
1: No, I'm not trying. I hate mayo. Mayo, mayo's delicious.
0: Um, I like
2: it, and I'm not going to <clears> put it in my hair. Right.
0: I am off of. Uh, I I am like
1: not shampooing my
0: hair anymore.
2: Oh. Why? Because. It looks great. Thank you.
1: You've always had good hair, but that seems like not a clean I want them thing oils. to do. I want but them th- oils. you got to wash it like once a week or something, right? No, it's called a co-wash.
2: Is it called a co-wash? Wait, what yeah. did you say? You're not conditioner?
0: conditioner. So I am washing it, but not shampooing not shampoo- it. Like not shampooing. Not like putting soap in it. Nah. No. So
1: you're just putting water in it? Yeah, yeah. no soap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you not washing soap. it. You're just
0: you're watering. Getting your hair it. Wet. No, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think we're not. I think we're not. Yeah, we're not agreeing on what wash Water, means. Yeah, I agree.
1: You're watering it like a plant. Yeah, yeah washing yeah. it involves.
0: soap.
2: Paula waters his hair. You
1: can't yep. wash like something a without pet. soap. Absolutely. I don't think that's good. I think you need to wash it with soap at least like once a week. No. And I think probably it dries more than it out. That. It dries it out. All right, I'm gonna Google this. How I mean, often should sometimes you I do put that? Not like on purpose. In your hair. Thanks. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like washing my hair. But I feel like... Like today, I was like, I should probably wash my hair before I'm on camera. And I was like, no. Your your hair looks great. Thank you. It's
1: shiny. It looks healthy.
2: Yeah, because I haven't washed it. That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay, it says that you should, you know, you don't have to wash it every day or every other day. But that's all it says. It doesn't say like you should just not wash it ever again. So, so far, if you say you you don't have
0: to wash it every day or every other day, what other days are left?
1: Okay, the day after that, like you can't just go two weeks without wash. You know how bad that smells. Probably? You're saying
0: I should wash it the day after tomorrow.
1: <laughs> you should probably wash it right now if you haven't washed it in a week. How long has it been since no, you put soap in your head? Soap? Yeah. Once a month. What? Okay, so we've stumbled upon the answer. You do it once per month is when you decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when do you start? Get I get a haircut. Oh, sorry. Every three weeks. I get a haircut every three
0: weeks. Barber does it every three weeks. Every three weeks.
2: God, men are wild. How often do you get a haircut? Oh, just, you know, twice a year, three times a year. What? Whenever oh, wow. I feel like it. Whenever I start to feel like a horse girl is when I get my haircut.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh,
1: That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. I mean, it's working for you. Your hair Thanks. is certainly better than mine, but I feel like that's not... I didn't want to say anything. I get it, you know. But still, I don't feel like not being Your beard looks ever. great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean... Anyway, I'm, I'm, I would consider doing it maybe like every other week, maybe every week even.
0: Probably not going to do that. Probably going to do it less, just to spite <laughs> you now. It's gross. Most iconic haircuts, go. Meg Ryan. Yep. Jennifer Aniston, Friends. Yep. Okay. The Rock. <laughs> like the flat top? I, I don't know. Like the one with the chain? Or like standing uh, with the fanny pack?
1: Barry Melrose?
0: Yo, let me tell you something. Good hair, Barry Melrose ain't shampooing shit
2: I'm good, bro.
1: He's doing it more than once a month. That's
2: not normal behavior.
1: We're
0: gonna find out I how get, often Barry okay, Melrose I shampoos his hair. The answer get, is zero times a year.
2: I get Barry Melrose and Barry Manilow confused.
0: I don't know if there are two more different Who the different hell is berries. Barry Manilow? I've heard. Him I'm back.
2: not even sure. He's a
1: musician. Who the
0: hell is Barry Manilow? <laughs> I'm not even totally not sure. Is I it think a musician sings, or an actor? I think actor? he's like
2: Michael Bublé. I'm, I'm going like to tell you bum. something.
0: I'm going to tell you something. I just put into YouTube, Barry Manilow. Okay. You know what the autocomplete was? What? For the next I don't even know race. the race
1: of this person now that I think about it. What race do you think Barry Manilow is? I don't know. man. like a trap. I'm guessing he's very old. He doesn't look it. He might be dead already. He is alive. Really? I feel like that's an old name.
0: It is an old name, but we digress. He is 80 years old. Yo, he looks like Bon Jovi. Is he Martin Short? He looks like a Martin Short character. (laughs) Martin Short and Bon Jovi. That's actually pretty dead on. I nailed it. Um, The words that come up when you autocomplete Barry Manilow. Mm -hmm. Barry Manilow Christmas
1: songs. (gasps) He's a singer.
2: This just came full circle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I learned something on the show.
2: Oh, he sang Copacabana. Cortez, you know that song. Mm
1: -mm. Is that like Casablanca? At the Copa. Oh, yeah, Copa. yeah, yeah.
2: Copa
1: yeah, That's yeah, Barry Melrose. Is it like Casablanca? The name, it sounded just similar. Casablanca, like Barry Melrose Copa and Barry Blanca. Manilow.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barry Melrose loves um, Copa Cabana. Copacabana.
2: That's my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> Copa Cabana by Barry Manilow.
1: Probably you got. Interesting dancing skills. Did you, you Shut the f up.
0: <laughs> I
2: just said interesting.
1: Whatever, Whatever
0: you're bad. about to say next, shut up.